0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Today is Wednesday. And let me tell you, so it's a good day. I got out, got some exercise. Not a lot, but a little bit, you know, to get the blood flowing. Um, watched watched a couple of the shows that I'll be talking about later. Um, but while looking back... In 2019, I don't know what happened. I don't know how it came up on my Mac. But um, in 2019, September 8th, 2019, I wrote my opinion on Kids Behind Bars, Life or Parole. And it's 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 a show that's on Hulu. I no longer have Hulu, but this was a great show. So I'm just going to kind of read to you what, kinda, what I kind of wrote about. It was really an uh, interesting show. Um, but anyway, it says, this is a show that's based off kids who have committed crimes while under the age of 18 and given uh, life without parole. And so there was a constitutional amendment that stated children who commit crimes and are given life sentences have a right to resentencing and rehabilitation. One of the things that made this amendment receive so much attention is when the when then-Senator Clinton called children committing crimes super predators, and for the most part, she was talking about black and brown uh, gang members. She stated that the children who were committing these crimes were without remorse and should not be let out of jail. And that was... Um, when they were trying to be hard on crime, but not with everyone. Anyway, I I had some mixed feelings on both sides of the issues. Some of the victims were raped, killed, or suffered some tragic violence. The victims' families have been given the same sentence as their loved one and the person who committed the victimization. The family of the victims also suffer because their loved one has been given life without a chance of rehabilitation or parole for committing a crime while they were under the age of 18. There's a lot of pain on both sides, and no one really wins, in my opinion. Um, while in prison, how does one get rehabilitated if there's no rehabilitation available for the person who committed the crime? Um, We live in a society that has for-profit prisons, which means if there is no criminal, there is no money to be made. So there has to be a way to ensure criminals are being convicted and sentenced in order to fill the prisons and make money. There's a lot of money invested in the prison system, a lot, which is interesting, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, One of the things I believe um, is a great go-between for the victims and those who have committed the crimes is that they are able to sit down face-to-face, this is what the show had, face-to-face and humanize one another to see one another for who they really are. In my opinion, there also needs to be some type of restitution for the victim or the victim's family to receive from the victimizer. There are too many people who get out on parole and get jobs and go on about their lives while the victims are barely making it or their families are struggling daily to live with the pain. There has to be a way for the system to have the parolee to make restitution to the victim, be it financial or whatever way the victimizer can atone for what was taken from the victims. Okay, so I had some more thoughts on some on me after writing this. Um, And, uh, so one of the things is, um, that my feelings being mixed on both sides of the issues. Um, and I say that because in the black community, we have seen the over-policing of black, um, people. Um, and so we're in there and, and I'm not talking about violent crimes or anything like that. I I believe if you commit the crime, you do the time, you pay for your time. But a lot of times, um, and I'm going to say in the past, and I'm not sure how um, often this has hap- happened uh, nowadays, but in the past, Blacks were being committed, Black men especially, were being um, arrested and um, targeted uh, for murders or crimes that they did not commit that landed them in prison. Um, and so we have no idea what those men or boys would have been because um, it just takes so long to get the criminal justice system right that by the time people are uh, able to be out of prison and, um, you know, to have their cases overturned, most of their lives are over, you know. Um, so anyway, there's that. Um, and the victims' families oh, so it's just so much into that. So, for anyone, in my opinion, um, to commit a crime such a heinous crime as murder, um, and and it, it doesn't just say murder, it just says committed crimes under the age of 18. Um, but of course, if you're getting life sentences. I mean it. Very, it has to be murder, in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Um, but for anybody to commit a crime at that age, um, something has to be going on uh, with that individual. Um, they've seen some things. Uh, things have been done to them, um, because no one in their right mind just kills someone. Um, they're either fighting for their life or they're just taking a life. It could it could be gang-related. Uh, it could not be gang-related. But then you have to talk about <laughs> why people are in gangs. Um, and that's a whole other ish- issue which uh, talks about systemic racism, housing, um, jobs, um, the economic piece. You have to talk about that because uh, people who are going off to college are not just joining, uh, you know, uh, gangs people who live in uh decent neighborhoods are not joining gangs. Uh most people who join gangs are in poverty stricken uh neighborhoods. So there's that. Um and then the rehabilitation part. So I haven't looked into it but I I'm very interested in know to know about some rehabilitation. Now I do know There are some prisons and I'm not sure if there are if any of them are for profit or if they're just state prisons that allow you uh, to get your GED, um, finish high school and things like that um, and get you a trade, um, whatever the case may be. Um, So I don't know about that, but it is imperative to our society for rehabilitation to take place and for that to be a real thing that happens in every prison, especially in for-profit prisons. If we're uh, putting people in prison, uh, we want them to come out better than when they went in. Or do we? So there's a whole group of people who are making good money off of this. And so if systems are not in place to put people in jail, Uh, the prison, the school to prison pipeline type thing, um, where kids are being charged in middle school and elementary school and getting records that follow them and make it hard for them um, to fight to get those things off their record or things like that. Stuff that happened in school, just foolishness, that stuff should be automatically wiped off, like period, um, after you graduate high school. Or once you leave elementary school, once you leave middle school, that stuff should be gone unless there's some serious um, mental health issues. That's a whole nother issue. But anyway, um, when you talk about rehabilitation... um, that should be something that the not just the state, but the federal government should mandate. And I know people always want to have the states to have their own way to do things or the cities to be able to do those things. But um, we've found, and it has been <laughs> proven during research, that it depends on who sits in that seat in the government, uh, the state government, who are are those people um, in the city council and so forth that are making those decisions? Because if we had people who were really rooting for everybody, gentrification would not continue. I'm gonna just leave that there. So um, when we talk about rehabilitation, um, we have to really fight for that to happen. Because crime is always going to be among us. The poor will always be among us. There will always be someone poor. There will always be some type of crime because someone feels like they need something that someone else has. Whatever. But, uh, ooh, excuse me. Um, we have to really look at rehabilitation and what that says about us and our society as a whole. Um if If we're gonna have prisons we ha- we should demand some things, and right now we're in a climate for change and I think one of those things um needs to happen um as well as let me throw this in um the punishment- um, the punishment meeting the crime like they they should match up I shouldn't um get a a crime for stealing uh fifty dollars worth of stuff at Walmart um, and I get five years uh probation i mean, if it's up to a certain amount, I get five years probation a year in jail um and have to pay five years of probational no fines um There should be some rehabilitation in the sense that why did you steal that? Why did you feel the need to f- steal that at any age because I mean, it happens at any age. So why are people doing those things? We have to get to the root of why people are committing crimes, why people are doing things that um, are putting them in positions where they commit a crime or they end up in jail or prison or whatever. So we have to get to the bottom of that. Um, and, you know, we're investing in people, putting people in prison. Like, the U.S. has the biggest prison system among anybody, Um so, there's a problem there, so my my issue is that we don't value people's life, and if we do, it's only certain people whose lives are valuable so um the u s needs to get better at um just talking the talk and really need to get to walk in the walk um so anyway, I wanted to kind of go over some of those things that were that was in that little piece that I journaled um it's just crazy, um, but I do think it helps for the victim's family or the victim to be able to see uh, and communicate with those who have victimized them, and I think they have some things where they they have different programs that uh, work, and I'm pretty sure these are non-profits, um, but these should be some things that are mandated unless the family doesn't want to but it shouldn't be an option for someone who i believe who commits the crime i think they should uh think about that you have plenty of time when you, while you're in jail to think about why you did what you did um and to um Try to understand why you did that. There should be counseling available in prisons, like real counseling. There shouldn't be an option of whether you get to go or not. Um, There should be education going on. There should be trades going on. And they should be going on in every prison, whether it's a for-profit, a state prison, um, local jails. There should be something going on. There's too many shows that show um, people doing nothing in jail, or people just reading, and then which, if you're doing nothing, nothing is going to breed conflict, because um, people left to their own devices will definitely come up with some things that um, is going to cause some discomfort or, or anger among others. And so we have to do something about that. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to go over that. Um, again, this was just my opinion on a show that was on Hulu about kids behind bars, life or parole. And then me just going in and kind of talking about some other things that affect um, people being in jail, um, whether because it, it does affect the family as well when you have someone in jail. Um there's a whole nother world going on in jail. And so if you're in there and you don't have anyone supporting you on the outside, it's pretty rough. And so sometimes that um, causes a person to stay in jail longer. So we have to look at a lot of things. So it's a lot of moving parts. Um, But just like we talk about making housing developers uh, replant trees, we should make for-profit jails and prisons, or whatever, uh, provide rehabilitation that works. Proven rehabilitation. It just should be. Because the truth of the matter, they're not paying those officers in there anything. (laughs) That's for sure. It's called glorified babysitting, but on a hazardous level. So, um, you need to up their money, and do the right thing when it comes to rehabilitation. Ah, I tell you, corporations, man, capitalism is real, y'all. It's real. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. I, You know, I've been down for a couple of days. You know, it's, I haven't been able to go from a little walks and everything. And um, just, I thought this was a great thing to talk about. I didn't even remember writing it. Um, so more to come. Well, you guys have a great day. And as I always say, don't go around hurting no one, not even yourself. This is Miss Ruff, signing out for The Rough Life.